Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Let's get depressed on a Friday. Now we're talking. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. What's happening? <laughs> Not a lot. This is a talking. What the hell are you guys <laughs> doing? Are you, you all getting high? What are you doing? Well, I was it's just like working with Mordahl for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, you only got two, man. That's it. Right two, on. Two's the limit. Two is the limit. I'm just. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I brought up uh, Newser, the the news delivery service. And basically, I'm looking at pictures of about 20 people, and I don't think I could stand any one of them. <laughs> really, pictures? Why of- is it that Lev Parnas, for one? Hmm. Uh, we got uh, uh, the just days before the big show, Grammy chief is suspended. You got Iran's supreme leader. Uh, you got a lot of really good people up there. Yeah, no question about it. Hmm. Did, you see the, did you hear about this Walmart thing with Paul Walker? No, no. I don't understand the guy who why died? anybody is. Uh, yeah, the guy who died. Yeah, okay. exactly. People are upset by this. Uh, Walmart is likely having to sit down with its social media staff at its uh, after its Twitter account caused waves with a post that referenced the late actor Paul Walker. Business Insider has a screenshot of the since deleted tweet, which came after another Twitter user salivated over a story about Pillsbury cinnamon rolls sold at the retailer. I need this in my life, read the original post on the pastries, followed by a gif of a car speeding and weaving its way through traffic with the caption, me racing to the nearest Wally world, 
Whoever was at the helm of Walmart's Twitter account uh, that day apparently felt compelled to be clever. Hey, Paul Walker, click it or ticket. Oh. And people are uh, deeply offended by that. Uh, Why would you be offended by that? No. Yeah. I have no idea. Just because he's brought up, I guess. Mm. I don't know. But it's silly. I think it's Paul really Walker silly. would like that. Yeah, you would think. He would write that he remembered me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, you, you remember me. That's yeah. all I'm asking, right? You're, yeah. I'm glad you remember me. But, but apparently he had to apologize, and there's this big brouhaha. Everything's offend, offending everybody now, mm-hmm. and I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know why everybody's offended? I, I, God, it would take a lot to offend me after being in radio for 50 years. I will tell you that. <laughs> oh, I know. I think a lot of people just feel like it's the time to be offended. It, that it's yeah, an appropriate probably. cultural time to be offended. And not that they are. They just feel like if people are watching them and they seem like they're offended, they're on the good side of things. Um, so I guess. Are you, half of it's fake. I think. Are, you, are you seeing a lot of differences with shows as far as the re- reaction from from people in the audience? I, I've been I, I've, I've, I've been noticing that people are a little bit more careful with their words on stage. And those who aren't, uh, they've been doing it a long time. And they know either their audience or, you know, they don't care because, uh, you know, if you're offended, you're offended. If you're not, uh, you're laughing. I mean, if if we're not laughing about something, we're crying about something. And that's why we, you know, go out to comedy. Yeah. yeah. Well, t- it's interesting. the deal. At Mall of America, mm-hmm. you'll see people who get there just because they're like, hey, it's a comedy place. I'll go. And then you see they're like, oh, I'm in the wrong. I, I picked the wrong person. Oh, Where right. at yeah. Acme, very rarely do you see that. But every once in a while you see people like, how did you? What? made you want to come here for this yeah you know the the house comedy at the mall those crowds are very interesting because it's quite a mix people are there's a lot more traffic yeah and um uh but which is good because i think you get more people of different types exposed to um such a great live entertainment thing that they wouldn't have otherwise decided to stop and try out so i'm glad it's a good location it's a uh, a great location Indeed, they do a nice job. I haven't talked to Rick Bronson in a while. I talked to him, God, I guess a few months. Well, it's been more than a few months now, but yeah, I have not talked to him for quite some time. And uh, I guess what the hell? That all works out in the end, right? Absolutely. Whatever works. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying about it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I uh, are you working with Ben Glebe this weekend? I am. Uh, yeah, uh, he's great, and he's got another guy from LA uh, that he brought in with him to uh, open the show. Ken Gar, G A R R. They're both very funny mm-hmm. and and nice guys. I'm I'm hoping that people remember that it's okay to uh, drive through the a little bit of snow to <laughs> snow. come to the shows this weekend. Yeah, I mean, uh, right. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of snow. Yeah, it's uh, you know, if we've lived here for more than a few years, I think we're going to be okay and remember that. Uh, you you know, would think so. Yeah, you'll be fine. We we need some more. Well, it's just kind of weird because. Because I've known Ben for about 20 years, and and I haven't even talked to him. So I don't know, he must be coming in and coming out and got a bunch of stuff to do or something. But that was weird. It's the first, first time he's ever come to town, and I haven't even talked to him. Yeah, yeah, he's been real busy, man. And I Well, he's just coming off of uh, his um, uh, running for president streak. Yeah. Well, that's true. Doing that until just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, was so, he? Yeah. But now, mm. so now he's got. You see a lot of pictures of him. He's suited up and he's clean shaven and now on stage. Mm. He's got some. He's got a beard and he's he's saying things a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's he, he feels uh, feels free to swear a little bit on stage now. But hmm. What I didn't know about him is he's an incredible crowd work 
comic. I mean, he has solid yeah, jokes. Yeah, he is. But uh, last night when I was working with him, I was so impressed. Um, and people loved the show. So two more tonight, two Saturday, another show on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Got to get people Excellent. out. Excellent. Yeah. Got to get everybody taken care of. And you're doing you're doing other shows than that, right? Yeah, you know, the House Comedy has been nice to let me stretch out this week, and I'm back in a couple of Wednesdays on January 29th headlining. Uh, they let me do that uh, for one-nighters once or twice a year, and uh, that's going to be great. In fact, if anybody listening swings by this weekend to see Ben Glebe, I'll hand you a couple tickets to come back on the 29th, because uh, I'd rather just people hang out, I mean... And laugh, and it's you know full bar and full menu, so it's a killer place to see a show. Um, and uh, I just want you know butts and seats because it's <laughs> yeah. fun. Yep. You know, it's it's and people forget that Wednesdays are just a fine date night. You know, if we're just waiting for the yes. weekend to do fun stuff, why are we? What are we doing? What are mm-hmm. we even doing? So I'll be back. No, it's true. That's a good thing. No, it's it's a great venue, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Doing a hell of a job, but you know that's, it is really great. You get to work with Ben Glebe because he is one funny guy, and he's he got his show uh, Idiot Test been on for a long time now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has. Um, yeah, it not, o- not only the host, I think he's uh, head writer and executive producer. I mean, yeah, that's great. If people haven't tuned in, that's on Netflix. Yes, yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, it is now. Yeah, yep. yeah it is. started out on yep. the Game Show Network, yep. and now it's yeah. on Netflix. I think. Does yeah. the Game Show Network still even exist? I don't think so. No. I think that's gone. Yeah. I haven't been stuck watching oh, Mask Game really? for, five, for, for like five days. Yeah. <laughs> Lately. I've never had that question. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. God, i got to check, check that. I I did not know Game Show Network was gone. Yeah, it is? I don't know. I, I haven't been stuck I'll, watching I'll it in a long down. time. So, yeah. you know, well, every once in a while I'd get stuck. I'd, get, I'd find something yeah. like, hey, I do want to watch, you know. <laughs> we'll see what the research department comes up with here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was well, exactly. gone, but then it came back, I think. Ooh. Huh. It's on Dish Network, apparently. Oh, that may be it. Is okay. It's on the different, I can't mm. get it on my cable system anymore. Oh, wait, you know what uh, it was? You can also get it on Hulu. So, yeah, they were GSN for a while, and now oh. they're Game Show Network again. Okay. That's all it is. It's just a branding thing. They switched it up. Yeah. But he's not on there anymore? Ben Glebe? Idiot Test? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Is it not on Game Show Network? That was their show, I thought. I don't know. Maybe not. I do not know what the situation is. Uh, What's yeah, great no, about that, Joe? It doesn't look like it is. Okay. Oh, it's not on there anymore. Okay. Well, he he must own the show now yep, or it's something. it's Netflix now. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know what's really great about that, though, is over the years, like Brian Callen and I became friends. He was at uh, the Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. The House of Comedy has hosted... Some incredible people. Uh, there's oh, no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah, well, you really when you look at those photos on the wall, it's amazing yeah. who's been through there. I've been trying yeah. to get on that wall Have for you? years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get on the wall, man. You're going to be there multiple times. Just take a picture and slap one up there. Yeah. Well, I, d- I actually did have some people take pictures of me yesterday, uh, a staff of the House of Comedy. So I think maybe we're getting closer to that reality. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, so, well, even was it just a couple of years ago? They did a big special event for a few shows. Arsenio Hall was around. Yep, and, Ars- you know, I went yeah. to that. That was really that was a good show. Yeah, yep, incredible. So. Even uh, it had been many years, um, but I went and saw Stanhope play oh, there okay. uh, last oh, yeah. year, yep. and that was incredible. Yep. It was just nice to see him back into town. It had been a long time. Yeah, he's still. I think he and Mordahl still uh, are chummy. 
Uh, I know they were really good friends at one time. I think they still are, actually. Oh, I to would, tell you the truth. I would imagine two cantankerous old men griping <laughs> about anything and everything. There you go. That's kind of exactly what a I was. A beautiful couple. Mordahl's done a couple of shows. So I've seen Mordahl uh, maybe three times now. Yeah, yeah, I think three times now. So it's been interesting to see him back. Yeah, it's been stuff. some years since I uh, worked with Mordahl. The, la- the last show a few years ago was in New Hope, and uh, the show started oh, yeah, 20 minutes right. late because there was a line still out the door. They brought chairs and tables in from another theater. Oh, that's wow, cool. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, he and he had fun. I don't, it's, yeah. it's rare to see him smile and have fun up there. <laughs> well, he didn't smile. Know, <laughs> yeah, but he had a really good time, which was great. I, I, like, I like Dave a lot. So wait a second. So they had to wait twenty minutes because there was a line. What is the was the bar key wrong or something? <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Great to be here. It, it's funny. Minnesota audiences show up on not not early ever, but on time, and hmm. then they think mm-hmm. they you know you'll hold the show for them. It's very strange. <laughs> it's very strange. Sure, I'll be there in a minute. Just hold it up. Everything will be good. Yeah. How is my like favorite thing about more? Oh, go ahead. No, very quickly. One thing I love about working with Mort all over the years, and he's just, he is a very, very funny guy. But my favorite part of him is, you know, December 23rd, the last show of the year, uh, you know, for the KQ Morning Show. All right, Dave, well, that's going to do it. So Merry Christmas. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, right. Okay. All right. I guess it's not going all that well for you, but, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, God, I, he's a crabby bastard. Every time I think of Mordahl, I think of uh, Darlene Westgore, who I know you've had on. Oh, God, I times. love her. In fact, I get to work yes. with her next weekend, next Friday and Saturday. Oh, you do? In Shakopee, and uh, she's just a delight. I mean, you know, yeah. she's uh, once you get past the shell, she's a delight. Wow. No, right. Where are the but those shows? two together are really good. Oh, they're fantastic. They're my favorite. Where are the shows in Shakopee? Or are you just getting together with her in Jacoby? That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you You're go. going to Chi-Chi's in yeah. Jacoby. Yeah. We're going to be at Dangerfields. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is Dangerfields. Yeah, we are at Dangerfields. That's what I thought it Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think the only other place that I just played was Shakopee Bowl. That was a couple of weeks ago with uh, Jason Schumer, oh, really? who's very funny. Oh, Have you yeah, had Jason he is. on the show? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah yep. he's incredible. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. Oh, wow, um, no. There's no. There has not been a Chi-Chi's in this country in 16 years. <laughs> 16, what? Holy well, the plane cow. crashed. Holy cow. The plane crashed. You know that, don't you? Plane crash. Plane crash? What are you talking the guy, about? The into guy who Chi-Chi's? owned Chi-Chi's? <clears throat> No, the guy who owned Chi-Chi's uh, took off on a private plane, and a, I think it hit like a guide wire, and the plane burst into flames and killed everybody. Wow. Yeah, that was a long time ago now. Well, Chi-Chi's. now they are operating out of Austria, so there you go. Austria? <laughs> yep. My people, Fulser. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there, was, yeah there you go, Fulser, yeah. Um, I still love the fact that only Minnesota would have a Mexican restaurant named Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because that's exists? what Chi-Chi's are. <laughs> that's great. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chi-Chi. In Mexico, Chi-Chi's are tits. So come on so in to tits and have a taco. Nice. I used to love that place. What do they call Hooters oh, in I Mexico? Too. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think we're back to Chi-Chi's again. Yeah, that's I didn't realize that Chi-Chi's was founded in Minnesota. Huh. Richfield. Oh, yeah. Guy, yep, absolutely it was. But he hit it. It was indeed. Uh, and I agree with uh, Michael Bryant. I used to love going to Chi-Chi's. Really uh-huh. good. Yeah. You know. You know what I'm talking about. What's the best Mexican restaurant in Minnesota now? No. Does anybody mm. know? 
Hmm. You know, obviously the ones over on, on Cesar Chavez Boulevard yep. and uh, yeah. over there, those, the Boca Chica is phenomenal. There's, there's a great truck. There. There's a truck off a of cedar that's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that I like. There's a what? A truck. Food One truck. of those food trucks. It's in a parking a lot of a, of a grocery store. That's right. West Side of St. Paul is kind of the hot spot. But also, um, uh, uh, not West 7th, but East 7th Street. Um, uh, mm-hmm. from, yeah, from downtown St. Paul. Uh, they, well, I think some more Cuban restaurants uh, probably along the way. And Lockdown yeah, Pan is, in, is up in St. Cloud, and that's a that's a pretty that's a good place. Yeah. When I think Mexican food, I think St. Cloud. St. Cloud. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean there are other obviously barrio is it's Spanish food. I don't know that it's Mexican food, but it is Spanish food. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but I, but you, you mentioned Cuban. Cuban food is phenomenal. Oh, Man, yeah. I love Cuban food. Cuban coffee is the best. <clears throat> There's a little place. Yeah, that's all I of... need is you on Cuban coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> what about uh, Zantigo? Yeah, Zantigo's always good. There it's open go. all the time. It still exists. You're I damn right. I love Zantigo. <laughs> I grew up on Zantigo. They disappeared, turned they into did. Taco Bells, and yep. now they're back again. Yep. yep. Yeah. Who knows yeah, why. True. They started as, what was the name of the franchise when it first started? Yeah, that was Zapato. Me, Zapato? Zapata. Ah. Zapata. Zapata. Okay. Yep, Zapata. Female shoe. Turned into, uh, right. turned into Zantigo, and then turned into Taco Bell, and then some of them turned back into Zantigo. We go to the one up there in Fridley. Yep. We love that. Or the one in Bloomington. There you, are two of them. You were talking about that one day on the podcast, and I actually drove from St. Cloud to the closest one to go get food. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Was it good? <laughs> it was, of course it was good. Yeah, I mean, it's really good job, man. That's, <laughs> no. that's how bad. life should be. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. So, Joe, where did you grow up? Oh, I, I'm in I'm in St. Paul. Uh, uh, born and raised, still live there. I've, been, I've bounced around really? between uh, kind of the Highland Village area to Midway to Frogtown. Now I'm on the east side. All the, all the real okay. safe spots. <laughs> yes, at the other. If you want to be safe, go to Frogtown. No yeah. question. I have a great Frogtown story. If you want to hear it, I the do. Blue Saloon. Oh, right? I oh, played yeah. music there back there used in the to day. Be some great people yep. that came in there. Oh, I loved rocking that stage. Oh, yeah. What a silly place that was. And it's leveled now. It's just a grass field. Yeah. If you, if, if, oh, you drive by. Yeah. that's too bad. Yep. Yeah. So we're going over there. This is many, many years ago. And a friend of mine uh, who is not from the area, and he definitely was not from the inner city. Right. Let me just say that. And I said to him, okay, I'll take you in there, but don't talk to anybody. Just do me a favor. Just don't talk to anybody. So you know that one narrow staircase that went upstairs? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're going up the staircase. He's in front of me, and there's this gigantic black man coming down the staircase. And my friend looks at him and goes, how you doing, babe? (laughs) He was off the ground. He was off the ground about three feet in about a half a second. The guy picked him up and pinned him against the wall and said, what did you call me? Wow. I said, hey, look, I'm sorry, man. He does not know what he's doing. He's not from the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, if you could do me a favor, you know, I want to show you all the respect in the world, but don't kill him. And he just started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> the guy said, yeah, whatever. That Susie, sounds like yeah. the blue hey. saloon. Oh, God, yeah. But the worst, I told him, don't talk. And then he says the worst <laughs> thing you can buy, hey, babe. Yeah. Oh really? Hey, bam, how you doing? Oh, who you? Sammy Davis? Yeah. Hey, bam. Yeah, everybody's a comedian. Hey, bam. How you doing, bam? Great to see you, bam. Did you talk anymore that night? 
Uh, not a lot. He yeah. blew into the saxophone a lot, is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. We will take a break, ladies and gentlemen. Be right back right after this with the family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Nabla. <laughs> Chuck Nabla. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Ooh, love this song. Did anybody ever challenge you to a fight when you were a kid and you just went, dream on, dream on. They say it over and over again. That'll be good. Yeah, I have a question for you guys. That'll work. Hey, babe. When I was a kid, work. I was told that if someone tries to fight you, you just act like you're psychotic and they'll leave you alone. That's a good yeah. move. I do that on a daily basis anyway. Well, you so, go. you know, it yeah. all works well, out. Well, you're not even trying. And I'm not even trying to act psychotic. It just comes out of me. That's so how I get bonus. Yeah, I get out of a lot yes. of, uh, hey, do you have some change or a cigarette by oh, kind of yeah. walking a little extra crazy down the street. <laughs> by drooling. Oh. If you oh, talk to yourself Mark. walking through downtowns, you're, you're doing okay. Mm. People leave you alone. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine then. Michael, did you hear the story about the uh, the woman that, that uh, was pan and the fake panhandler? Oh, yeah. That the, yeah, I, from under. yeah. Who wants your credit? From she wants want their credit card. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she wants the credit card. Swiper machine with her? Yeah, she must have because she wanted the credit card so she could run her meal on it. Wow. But honest to God, Joe, my favorite is she goes up to another table, and there was about a 35 year old woman from Philadelphia at the table. And as the woman, the the panhand, the fake panhandler, moved toward the, the woman from Philly, she goes, "No, get the hell out of here! Do you hear me? I said no." God, that's so Philadelphia, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the greatest ever. Yeah, that's my favorite part that about stuff. the East Coast. Everybody knows how to set a good boundary mm-hmm. immediately. Exactly. That's yeah, wonderful. Just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. I have a question for you guys about something, and I'm not trying to stir the pot here. I just don't understand what this is all about. President Trump stood nearby <laughs> as Kelly D. Holston, 
uh, took a knee Monday at the college football playoff national championship. It wasn't the first time Holstein. Is it Holstein or Holstein? That's the teacher of the year from Minnesota. Yeah, Teacher of the Year, right, exactly. Minnesota's 2018-19 Teacher of the Year had tried to send a message to Trump, having been one of two educators who skipped out on a White House visit last spring. As Teachers of the Year were honored at Monday's game, Holston kneeled during the National Anthem as a way to stand up for marginalized and oppressed people. But just because the president's there, why did you have to do it at the national championship? It just takes away from it, doesn't it? She's gotten a lot of stories about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She wants attention. She's doing the right thing, and and that's what most people want. My position on the whole kneeling thing is that's why we fight. That's why we have a constitution, so people can do stuff like that. And I personally don't do it, but they have a right to do that. And I don't either. I'm not saying she didn't have a right. Just because I went down curling for the first time. A couple of weeks ago, and uh, I'm sore. I'm sore. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was Take a knee, sh- man. I was at a show where Coleman, uh, Coleman's kid, the football player's Greg kid, Coleman, yeah, yeah, Greg yeah. Coleman, comes out and he starts playing the national anthem and he and he kneels. Yeah, and he's looking out at the crowd. And he's like, "Fuck you guys! You guys didn't kneel either." <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> he's so great because like everybody's looking like, "Well, what do we do?" It's yeah. like, well, "Do we stand up? Do we do?" You know, it's right. like you guys didn't right. stand up. <laughs> you didn't stand. I'm kneeling. That's- I'm That's just glad he didn't funny. wear the MAGA hat to the to the national championship the way he did to the to the Army yeah. Navy game because that was like come on really you don't need to wear the hat he no. can't campaign oh, there whatever so, no. why do we even care shorts. about this trivial stuff yeah <laughs> so I yeah. just really seriously why don't we, why do we even bother uh, mm-hmm. to look I understand in her situation she's uh um she well she described herself and I want to find the description of her. Uh, the way she talks about herself, Holston, who left her teaching job at Chocobee's Tocada Learning Center to become director of educational equity at Outfront Minnesota State's largest LGBT rights organization, learned in advance that Trump would be on the field. It felt like the right thing to do to have a very respectful protest. See, but that's the problem. It's not very respectful to take a knee during the national anthem. Well, Couldn't you have taken the knee at another time? It doesn't mean much if you take it at home. Yeah. Why not? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm kneeling right now. I want you to know. Remember owling? We can bring that back. Similar. So, yeah. Bring yeah, what back? Look, owling. Owling. Remember? No one remembers no. owling. <laughs> I have no idea well, what that is. You remember planking? Yes. yes. Of course, because that's what everyone was doing. Right. Well, well it's after, good for your core. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> after a whole bunch of people started making planking illegal, like workplaces and everything, uh-huh. the next trend for like a week was owling, where you would. It's like squat on things like oh. an owl, like perch like an owl. <laughs> what a bad name. It should have been gargoyling. There Wouldn't that have been go. fun? Yeah. Testing. <laughs> Tom comes home and Andy's owling on the counter. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> so, wait a minute. What is owling? It's just perching on things and taking a picture of yourself. Silly. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, plank, what? it's the same thing as planking. You plank on things. You take a picture of yourself. There's no. There's nothing to oh, it. Oh, you plank. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know. I just planking. I used to do that for exercise. Right. Oh no, that's <laughs> that doing passe. planks, not planking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's don't... dumb early. Well, not early internet by any means, but you know, early social media trends back when taking pictures of yourself doing mundane things was considered cool because look it's on the internet now mm-hmm. yeah i suppose that's true i'm gonna start that hanging upside down on things <laughs> I'm batting. yeah i'm batting i'm batting i'm batting yeah oh, batting yeah i think that's a great idea i think we should start what that. are you doing 
I'm batting. I'm batting. I'm batting. That's what I'm, I'm batting right now. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, I'm going to bat up a storm. So kiss my sister's black cat's ass if you don't like it. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Look, to close, I'm not trying to disparage Kelly Holstein in any way. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to understand that why it was. I mean, it's the national championship game. Could we just let him play football? I guess. I don't, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Kelly wanted Whatever. attention, and she got it, and she continues to get yeah, it. Yeah, there's lots of I stories so. about it. Yeah, she knew we were talking about her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Accomplished. Yeah, that's Mission true. accomplished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is very true. But she, the, the story that's on Newser is not as complete as the one. I think that the story in Star Tribune covers it better because she, mm-hmm. she talks about identifying. Uh, well, I mean, uh, what story? Some one of Earth's seven billion people <laughs> kneeled for thirty seconds. Yeah. Like, why is well, there this is national that. news? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, she well, was a lot of people get worked, been better. A lot of go. people get worked up about it. You yeah. know, they get all worked up. And, I find it's better yeah. to just not pay any attention to people who want attention. Yeah, it's like a reverse I think cat. You're right. <laughs> a reverse cat. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, oh, by the way. Uh, Right now it's 11.35. I would keep an eye out because I don't know if it's going to get here before, but I saw the snowstorm that's coming on the radar. Oh, boy. Has it started yet? They're saying one now. So that's one o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's it's a big storm. Well, they were saying 12s, and one is better than 12 for me. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be beautiful, though. I'm a silver lining guy. You just don't leave the house. You're all good. Yep. And when it snows out, I'm reminded that we're no longer in the middle of my wife bringing a bunch of crap home that we don't need from garage sale season. That's true. That's a bad season for me. That's true. Oh, is that only summer? It's only summer. No no sane person would have a garage (laughs) sale right now. I throw junk away all the time. She's just bringing more stuff home. It doesn't work for me well. I suppose. What kind of stuff does she bring home? true. Oh, just trinkets that are always full of dust. I mean, just you know, why, why, what, why do we need another container or a basket? Why, a basket. What, what's, oh yeah. You know, you know why we, she brings home more baskets to put inside of the other empty baskets <laughs> stacked up in the corner. It doesn't make sense to me. I need a basket holder for my basket. Yeah. My, there you uh, go. The worst part, and we're getting close to the uh, polar plunge season. That's the worst part about Minnesota winters. Have you ever done it? I no. have done it. That's crazy, man. I have done no, thank it. Thank you. No, it really yeah, wasn't no, that you. bad. It really Tommy, wasn't. you ever jump in the freezing cold water, or he are you actually, a sane person? He gave me money yep. to do it. Well, of course he did. <laughs> yeah. He's, he knows you're crazy enough to do it. <laughs> well, there is that. I They did a video of it, Yeah. and this woman that was jumping jumping in our group just when when she hit the water, she freaked out. Of course, and you, you see oh, me just yeah. stop in the water and just push my glass up and back off. So <laughs> crazy woman can get out of there. Oh my she was just she was it. She was not getting out of that water. It really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, um, you wait. Was it in February? I think it was. Yeah, it was in February. Yeah. Right. So here here's a missed opportunity though. How many years have we been doing it? Decades, probably. As far as I've probably. Been. Well, we've, they've been doing it since the Vikings. We, we've never had a FedEx or a UPS type of company sponsor the event. Okay. Well, and, true, and they could have true. signs everywhere saying, "We'll help you shrink your shipping costs, no matter what size your package." <laughs> I like it. Isn't that great? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like we'll that. shrink your package. I like that. <laughs> uh, I like honestly, that I can a see lot. It 
Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm not in charge of more things. Yes. Yeah, you should be. You, a, you should be in charge of most. They everything. have a great setup. They got this little warming room that yeah. you start off in. They go jump in and they get out and go back to the warming oh, it's room. One of those good. sauna, yeah. cold sauna kind of things. Kind of. Yeah. And the and the goal is you you uh, you just put as many things on after you when you jump you take as much as you can off and yeah. then you jump and then you get back in the warm. It's not that bad. Yeah. And so. you raise money for charity. So I did raise money for charity. Yeah, that's yep. good. Yep. So, all right. Well, we'll look forward to you doing it again. This I year. don't Tommy, think I'm how do much it you put I've done it once. I've, I, I, it's done. Okay. Got it. <laughs> it's done. You know, although Big I can baby. tell you, riding a bike ride in, with a hangover is a lot harder to do. <laughs> mm, yeah, I could see that. Well, I, I think you beat that. me by like an hour and a half in that in that bike ride. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I'm like, where the hell is Michael? Hey. Oh, he'll be here in about an hour and a half. I'm like, what? I went to Nashville for three days before we did this bike oh, thing. God. It was not pretty. Oh, right. Is that hangover <laughs> bike so. riding because you lost your license? Or no, it was okay. it was riding in this thing for uh, oh for um, for diabetes. Oh um, right, and we've done it three years right. three years in a row. And it's a great thing. And normally yep. I'm with him, and you know he and I are in front and the whole thing and stuff. Yeah. But I was not doing it. <laughs> he was not tour to curing. Okay. We know he was not tour to curing. I remember just Alex fact. flying by me, going wee, and that was the last time. <laughs> that was the that was the uh, event to where the woman got mad at me because of the the uh, Chick Fil A cow. Oh yeah, that? that's right, that's right. The what? God, I, you know the the cow. You know, eat more chicken. The cows always on the Chick Fil A billboards. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, they had a they had a cow, you know, in a costume, a cow costume going around because Chick Fil A is one of the yep. co-sponsors of the event. I took was a the picture cow with the cow in a costume, or yeah. was it a man in a costume? It was a man in a cow costume. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a not man a cow in a, or in a, a woman. Could have been a. So it was a man in a cow a costume. A mascot so. turducken. It was a chicken <laughs> and a man in a cow costume. A cow wearing a like cow it. costume. Mm. Yes, that's exactly what it was. So they walking by, and as a joke, I said. I think I used to date her. And somebody said, well, how was it? And I said, ah, I don't know. She was kind of a cow. And the woman goes, oh, that's nice. Right. I said, what? She goes, that's real nice to say about a woman. I said, it's a puppet cow. She was literally a cow. Yeah. Literally a cow. Get it? See, I, she's a kind of a cow. Get it? Because she's not a real cow. She's kind of a cow. Yeah. You get the joke now, you dumbass. Like who's the who's the pig the, for the Saints? Is that Madonna? That pig oh, that that's right, the pig. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they have it every year. They have that. a new name every year. Yeah. They oh, they do. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, yep, they do. The, they do. The first year we did this bike ride thing. A uh, guy shows up and he's like, "Oh my God, it's Tom Bernard!" And, and we're sitting there, me and Duggar's in there, and the guy looks at Tom and tells Tom, "If you have a heart attack, I will give you mouth to mouth." Oh, <laughs> it's I, like I, what the? Yeah. It's like what? <laughs> I can guarantee you, you're dying if I'm involved. <laughs> Nice. Well, Tom didn't make it. That's too bad. Sorry about that, buddy. That's really too bad. Yeah, I, I just I didn't understand. I was like, well, first of all, I'm pretty sure I can ride a bike without dying. Right. I'm almost positive yeah. I can get that done. He was a big fan. But, big uh, fan. Wow. Yeah. So it's always fun to all the people that want to take pictures with him. It's like sure. it's it is cool to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Such a big well, fan. He was like. Even if it looks like you're maybe about to have a heart attack, I will give you both. Yes. I'll give you a kiss. 
Just come on over here and let's 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 do a dry run, shall we? No, let's not do a dry run. How about that action right yep. there? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very nice to, to have fans. And yep. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. And, and he meant well. He did. That's all I'm saying is he, he meant well. He, he's Actually, a loyal KQ listener. I have kind yep. of a similar story in that vein. Okay. So, <laughs> well, it's just about, you know, fans. Uh, yesterday, well, a week ago or so, uh, remember the guys from Midwest Rubs we had on? This was like three years oh, yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I ordered some more because I like them. And when the order got here, I had a little note in there that said, say hi to your mom and dad for me. Oh, nice. Which I thought was nice. And they didn't... Well, it was very nice. Yeah, they, they knew it was me because of my name on the thing. So mm. I guess they uh, they remember us. Cool. So what were you getting? Uh, I got five different rubs because we are on Weight Watchers, which means lots and lots of chicken and pork. And oh, the, that's true. The best yeah. zero-calorie thing you can do to chicken and pork would be a rub. Oh, not zero. seasoning, yeah, not a yeah. massage. No, not a massage. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see Andy getting a massage. Nobody more uncomfortable in the world than Andy getting a massage. Yeah. And five different rubs. No. Wow. Yeah. Especially when the masseuse gives him a note saying, say hi to your dad for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, what? My last time. You know, when I, last time I was with your dad, I, yeah, that's right. we'll, t- we'll take a break. Be right back with the family. <laughs> what are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff Foser, our special guest at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night, and a Sunday show as well. Also in studio, along with Jeff, would be, of course, Andy and some attorney. I, don't, I can't remember his name. Some oh, Mi- what's Mikhail. his face? I gotta up my advertising. What's, yes, what's his face? Very famous attorney. It all works out in the end. So, you know, that's all we need, right? Uh, but things are good. They are, aren't they? 
Yeah, they are. I think. I just, how how I are things Sunday, are good there? Like, what? how are Sunday shows at, at the House? I've never been to a Sunday show. Are they? So for me, they're great because I changed my mindset a yep. few years ago. Um, you hear, you, you might hear a lot of comics at any club say, you know, why the heck are we even doing a Sunday show? A lot of comics don't. Yeah, but. Um, you know, I try and I just I flipped it on its head, if, especially if I'm hosting like this weekend and not headlining. I, you know, I, I have to keep the room warm and inviting because you know they're in my house. I'm the host, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I let them know you're my favorite crowd of the week because you haven't given up on the weekend. Mm-hmm. You're you're ready to still party, milk the weekend for all the fun it has left, and we're here to laugh. And uh, some people are at home right now getting ready for Monday. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've just kind of you know, killed myself with kindness and the idea hmm. that Sunday shows are going to be a blast. And usually they're a lot of fun if, you know, I, if I walk up on stage with that mentality. Um, sometimes numbers are a little lighter, but uh, that's okay. It's not always a numbers game. I mean, one of my favorite and best shows was with Fancy Ray about seven years Fancy ago. Ray. And there were seven Fancy people, Ray. seven people in the front row of a big theater. Aww. And it was my favorite show. These guys, these folks got you know they got sitters they came mm-hmm. out to have a good time they laughed until they cried and we had so much fun so i love sunday shows last and you're not going to hear that a lot from a lot of comics mm-hmm. last yeah. time yeah. Um, ray was in this uh, was here i happened to be in depots so i shot yeah. over here to do an hour and i walk in and fancy ray looks at me and goes you're wearing a suit you must be a republican <laughs> 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 yeah, okay fancy I, I have a question about right. Fancy in studio. Does he ever sit, or is he stand up with his arms? No, he stands sit. a lot. Does he? Yeah, yeah. he okay. does. He but does he sits, sit. and yeah, yeah, he was sitting most of the time. Oh, it's I. I never see him sit, even when he walks through a club to just pop into an open mic. He's moving, always moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. But and usually great. toward usually toward the mirror. <laughs> well, that's true. Because he point. is the best looking man in comedy. I uh, the one thing I, I love about meeting Fancy Ray is he's as close as I'm ever going to get to meeting Little Richard. Yes, so, you know, that's true. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of like the Little Richard of Minnesota, yeah. and I love Little Richard. So hey, it all works on the end. Everybody wins, right? I was I was watching a 20 minute intro, you know, where Little Richard would take so long to come out on stage because oh. of the little walk oh, yeah. with oh, the yeah. coat. And that. Funny, it's like, it's like you know, you look at it, it's like a 25 minute YouTube <laughs> with like a two minute song. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Show's halfway over by the time I'm ready. That's kind of just how life is. It all works out. You know, I don't think I've ever seen Fancy Ray do stand up. Is he good? He's great. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he really is. He? is. Yeah, really? yeah, incredible. That's I, uh, wonderful. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's um, it's it's the little you know, we see him in short bursts here mm-hmm. and there, uh, but when he when he does a whole full headline set, it's really incredible. Huh? Yeah. Well, he's really entertaining on the podcast. I mean, he was he had all oh. sorts of stories. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a good guy, great guy. He's yeah. never off. No. He's never off, and, and not only is he funny, he just he really is, he's a he's a good person, and he loves just you know he loves to spread love and yeah. positive energy, and that's just that counts for a lot. It's wonderful. Well, he does a lot of like working with churches and yeah. charities and all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll do mm. sermons and mm-hmm. preach here and there, and uh, I, really, I, yeah, I haven't been there. In fact, I just saw Al Green down in huh. um, Memphis. Wow. He's got a little chapel down there, and huh. I went down for a show uh, to the. Are you talking about the singer? Yeah, yeah. 
he's oh, been. You know, there's a politician named Al Green too, who looks like like a wolf man. Oh, really? Huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a good. He's a. He's in the House of Representatives. I don't remember the state he's from, but his name is Al Green, and he looks like the Wolf Man. Huh. It's oh, interesting. Really weird. <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with uh, right. Wolfman Jack. Wolf radio Man personality. Jack. Yeah. He is very. Hey, baby. His head is very hairy. Huh. You're right. A, a very hairy head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A very very hairy fella. No doubt. No. You're showing him a picture, Andy. Now no, you're talking. I can't it. really show them, but I can I describe. He I is. That's true. Uh, let's see, Texas. Texas. There you go. Everything bigger there. Hair and everything. Yeah. Hair, your eyebrows, the whole shoot match. <laughs> it all works out in the end. So, uh, do you, Jeff, do you ever, uh, do you work the, the political thing? You, no. Or do you tend to stay away from that? I stay away from it. Yeah, I let everybody else play in that space. Because um, everyone does. Because everybody does. Yep. Yeah. And um, Do they really? Well, and not and not everybody, but there's there's more of a undertone of it sprinkling into hmm. you know everything almost everything that people do on stage now well, um, the thing about that is if you know your entire audience swings one way you can just autopilot through it by saying hey we're right right guys and they're gonna laugh because <laughs> yeah. that's what you know people do so although some of them have fun like going down south and like coming up with a bunch of liberal stuff that doesn't fly right. but they like that for whatever well, reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean actually they, yeah they play well down there yeah. and they kind of hit them with opposite ideas um just because it's fun for everybody you know if it's not too scary of a place so you're just like a whole well, yeah. whole section of dick jokes is that what you do <laughs> yeah there you go well you know i have a lot you to know. pull from i got four kids and i i, I talk mm. about, a lot about family stuff but also just you know i try and you know uh i guess uh, spread truth about things we don't think about, like oh. how gross pillows are. I mean, you know, <laughs> I've never been taught how to throw a pillow away. That's why I have 17 at home, and that doesn't even count the decorative ones I'm not allowed to touch. So, uh, True. yeah, over time they get gross, and then we put them between except our for, knees and have a my, leg pillow, and they're, mm-hmm. they're silencers, so we don't hear people fart in bed. Yeah, my pillows, you can oh, wash. I thought you meant for a gun. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, you're <laughs> I forgot your mobster mentality goes there right away, Tom. That's the first thing. I thought of silencer pillow. I mean, yeah. we've all seen that in a movie before. That's right. Yeah, no, Pretty different sure that kind. Was in Goldeneye. But my pillows, you get to wash. That's true. You do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My pillow. Oh, yeah, that's right. You my pillow. Yeah. His book just came out, so yeah. it's very exciting. I should maybe book. get my pillow as a sponsor. I do a long five-minute bit on stage about how we have to burn everything because we're so gross. <laughs> we yeah. have to burn everything. Yeah, just yeah, the pillows. Like, what do we have to burn? Just all the pillows in our homes. Well, I mean, you know, oh, you mean from the greasy hair and that kind of deal. Yeah, you know, ear infections, nosebleeds over decades. It's it's no, it's yeah. no good. <laughs> I was hoping Jesus I'd get you to make Palomino. that noise today. <laughs> well, you do yeah, have you to wash me. your pillowcase a lot. That's for sure. You do. And, you do. You know, that helps. Can I point something out? Uh, could is it possible? While well, I'm looking at news sites, for them not to pop up ads for things oh, like right no. in front of my face now. No, one foot away from my face is about a 12 inch picture of a person digging about. <laughs> I would say a rigatoni-sized piece of wax out of their ear. Ooh, that's I mean, awful. Is it for that screw thing that you put in your ear and screw the wax out? Uh, that maybe. sounds extremely it's dangerous. How easily... <laughs> Earwax can cause hearing loss and memory loss. Try the simple fix to remove earwax. Yeah. I don't know what you guys well, are looking yeah, at. Maybe. I got about a 12-inch picture oh, of a screw thing nasty. for somebody's ear. What? I am not kidding you. This, uh, 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 the best, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
Uh, if you if you took a, one of those gigantic lima beans and squished it up into a little like sphere thing, that's what this looks like. Huh. It's the biggest piece of earwax I've ever seen in my life, except. For Paul Majors once told me, he went into cut audio with Carol Levin. Yeah. He said, Jesus Christ. I said, what's the man? He goes, look at this. Holds up the earpiece. Mm-hmm. There was about a one-inch piece of wax Ooh. hanging from it. Yeah. 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 Always look at your phones before you, you put them on. You can get right. the guy from America Horror Story oh. to show up and dig the oh. earwax yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God, what a weird-ass show that's become, isn't it? So strange. The hell happened to them over there? You run out of ideas. What you, and, what you do? Yeah, well, I suppose it's true. What's well, the same as the I ads it's that you're talking about? It's uh, shocking makes people watch. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah, true. it's just like the human nature kind of thing. That's why almost all clickbait ads are either shocking or celebrities or like... Cleavage. Yeah. Yeah, or just pure sex appeal. Yeah. They just go for like the basest emotions they can draw. It catches me about one in ten times. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Usually I'm uh-huh. okay. Every yeah. once in a while I was like, oh, uh-huh. I, gotta, I gotta see what's here. <laughs> yeah. I don't even need to see pictures anymore. If somebody emails me a text that's blue and underlined, I click on it. I can't help it. I don't even read it. I don't know what nice. it says. It's like opening really a treasure nice. chest. It is. It's just and a surprise. Whoops. I, I'm at work. I think I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm on a list somewhere mm-hmm. just because I click on anything blue and underlined. Mm-hmm. I could see that. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. Uh, now, I got rid of the earwax uh, commercial that was up there, but in, in its place is a an ad for a movie called I Spit on Your Grave 2. Oh, oh wow. I so, didn't know what so you did spit that on my well. grave once. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I continue to spit on your grave. That's right. Number three, I, I will continue. never stop spitting on your grave. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, the original title for the first one was Day of the Woman. Okay. Hmm. So actually, I Spit on Your Grave is a much better title. Because hmm. Day of well, the no, Woman. No, because I Spit on Your Grave was the number, was, was, was the first part. And then I Spit on Your Grave 2 is a different one than I Spit on Your Grave, uh. which was a sequel to the other one. Was hmm. hmm. your grandfather, is that what he's going to do, or dance on your grave? <laughs> he was going to dance on That's my right, grave on, on my 16th grave. birthday. Yeah. And the name of the uh, yeah, origin Jeff. story when it comes out is going to be, I can't wait for the day I get to spit on your grave. Yes, that's exactly right. That's how it should be. Yeah. You damn right. right. Yeah, it was great. Thanks for bringing that up. Now I got a great Friday. I got one more hour to work, and I can think about my grandfather wanting to kill me on my 16th birthday. Oh wow! But you know, it was good though, yeah. Michael. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm very cheerful now. And by the way, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, he had a lateral S problem, so my grandfather was about five two, a German guy. Yeah. And this is how he he did. I'm going to spit on your grave. You oh. see what I'm saying? You yeah. did that deal. Yeah. And did you say, well, yeah, so. uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you say anything with a lot of S's, of course you'll be spitting on my grave. <laughs> I, I just spit on your yeah. You spit on my grave again, yeah. you son of a bitch. So was he married to the giant one? Yes. I oh, was married okay. to my grandmother, six feet tall, weighed 200 pounds, and she was not fat. Yeah. Wow. She was a very big woman. Wow. Uh, but the sweetest person you'd ever want to meet in your life. She was a great woman. Minnie. Minnie sure. was a great person. Yeah. Wow. So Minnie I was wonderful. I, yeah, I can picture who carried who over the threshold <laughs> on the wedding day. Yes. I. Well, first of all, he was a drunk, so she had to carry him over the yeah. threshold one way or the other. <laughs> That's right. That's right. One way or the other, she was going to get the, the job done. Oh, you had wife. somebody that drank in your family? <laughs> Oh, really hard to believe, isn't it? What? what? 
<laughs> is that true? Or are you making it up as you go along? Oh, boy. A guy from North Minneapolis who family drank? Really? <laughs> really hard to believe. There was a guy, Jeff, our next-door neighbor. We lived on 26th Avenue North in North Minneapolis. Yeah. Every month, the Grain Belt Beer Semi would pull up and put 30 cases of beer in his house. Oh, my goodness. He had a case of beer a day. Every day he drank a case of Every beer. Every day was case day. That's incredible. <laughs> Every day was case day. He had a truck it delivery. Always... <laughs> and it actually fit him, that line from uh, Grapes of Wrath, when, when the guy said, you know, I'm getting pretty old. I'm 55 now. Because <laughs> after drinking a case of beer a day, you're going to die any day, pal. Yeah. Imagine having and a really, really bad day and deciding you want to double up. Oh, boy. <laughs> I wow. think I'll have 48 today. No. That'd be good. 48 would be He good. looked forward to February when he oh. could have those extra beers. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Yeah, that's right. Nothing wrong with that. That's incredible. Yeah, it was an interesting place to grow up. I will say. I loved it, though. I've got to be honest with you. I, people people thought, oh, it was a... No, I loved it. Because you don't know any... If that's how you grew up, you think that's how everybody grows up, right? Yeah, you don't know any better. Yeah. They don't eat better. I, so I thought, hey, this is great. I got no problem with this, right? So on like thirty-one day months, would he like have one day yeah. when he'd bite just in his watch? <laughs> yeah, what the like, hell? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? That's Where's my s- beer? Saw him out on the front stoop shaking on the thirty-first. <laughs> there would be five days a year he couldn't drink because if he did thirty a day, three hundred sixty-five days, he only got three sixty. Man, yep. you're out. You better go oh buy another gosh. six pack or whatever. Leap year was leap year cut down on his February extra drink. Yeah, Yeah. I'm dialing way back this year, so that's good. Really happy to hear that. (laughs) Happy to hear that whole thing. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! You you have a a beer or two left at the end of the day. Oh yeah, it was daylight savings. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We fell ahead, or what do you? Yeah, that's right. What do you do? You fall, fall behind. Back. What is spring, spring forward? Spring oh forward. yeah, fall back. Spring, spring forward. forward. That's what it's spring forward, fall back. That's oh, right. I can't wait I for spring all about already. <laughs> well, come on, it's only going to be like a foot of snow and then get down to two degrees. But other than that, everything's really good. My house, Ladies my house was forty-one degrees this morning. Jeepers. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's not meant to do that. No, no, that doesn't sound right did at you, all. Did, did you get my text message of why your house was so cold? Yes, yes, I did. I responded to it, cold, too. His cold, cold heart froze out his entire house. <laughs> That's what happened That's right funny. there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm like, this is not... Jeff Fozer, okay. House of Comedy. We are out of time. Can we you believe sure it? We are. Uh, we are indeed. But Jeff Fozer, he is at a House of Comedy tonight. Two shows tomorrow night, two shows, and a Sunday show as well. Jeff, thank you very much. Do, do say hello to Ben Glebe for me and tell him to... Kiss my living ass for not calling me that pill. Absolutely. And if no, anybody I think swings the world, in, I think the world yeah, yeah, swing in this weekend and see the show, is, uh, and I'll give you tickets to come back on the 29th where I'll be headlining House of Comedy. It's a couple Wednesdays from now. So I will say hi to Ben for you, Tom. Thanks for having me on. This was Please a lot do. of fun. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. 
So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Dun, 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 Michael Bryan. <laughs> is this your new jingle? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant here. <laughs> I like it. That'll be wonderful. I'll represent be L.A. Nick and everything. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yo, is that a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about that and get back to you on the whole deal. Joe, how are you? Man, I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Everything is wonderful. I loved your conversation you had yesterday with Mordal about your dad and about you and the yeah. whole shooting match. Oh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, it's it's uh, there are very few of us who are second generation comedians. Oh, wow. Except, yeah, I guess it's got to be true. Yeah, there's uh, Polly Shore, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, which... I thought you said comedians. Yeah, well, I was going <laughs> 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 to... I do an act very similar to Polly. It's, uh, no. Um, except for it's funny. Yeah, except for it's funny. <laughs> no, I'm and then, Polly's uh, always been really nice to me, but not other people. From what Polly? I oh, yeah, no, no. He can, he can be a, a bit of a pill, if you will. <laughs> that's uh, what... Yes. <laughs> that's what I hear, exactly. Uh, I, I, get all of my, I get all my insults from my grandfather. He's a bit of a pill, uh, that fella. Um, there's a couple other there's My a couple mother. other children of comedians, but not many, not many. Most of us there learn our lesson. Them. You know, we uh, we we watch our parents struggle, and then we go, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm not a schizophrenic printing pressman. No, no. <laughs> there's still time. There's still yeah, time. I could fall apart at any moment. You're absolutely right. There's no question about it. Eh, what the hell? But in any case, now your your father used the name Elliot Max. Is yes, that right? he went through three names. Uh, his original well, he name went through three names. Gary Larson, uh, which we talked about the obvious <laughs> problem there. That's the greatest. Um, and yep. then uh, he was Michael Larson because Michael was his middle name. And then uh, when uh, in the eighties there was a, a comic out of L.A. who was doing very well named Michael Larson, so he changed his name again. And he f- he did all this research. He's a very math-minded man. And so he looked up, he, he ma- compiled a list of all of the most famous comedians uh, historically and what letters were used in their names, how many syllables in each name, how, what the, the phonics of the names Ooh. were. And he, compiled, he got it down to the perfect, the perfect show business name. And so he, he spent months figuring out the perfect show business name and he came up with it. 
Jack Elliott. And then he calls up his buddy and he goes, I got the perfect show business name, Jack Elliott. And he goes, you mean like Ramblin' Jack Elliott, the blues player? And he goes, son of a... That's phenomenal. Yeah, so my youngest youngest sister was just born, and he was so sure that his fourth child was going to be a boy that he didn't, when his fourth child came out, he goes, where's his penis? (laughs) (laughs) Well. So uh, when he couldn't use the name Max, which is what he wanted to name his fourth child, he took the Elliot from the last name and put Max on the end, and that was where the name came from. Wow. Look at how nice that is. That's a wonderful thing. I got very, very... Uh, I had a hell of a time about 10 years ago. I think it was about 10 years ago. But I, I was not watching the Oscars. I don't watch the Oscars. But uh, apparently there's a big shot producer in Hollywood whose name is Tom Bernard. Mm-hmm. And I think he works for Sony. I, I think. Well, at least he used to work for Sony. But I was getting, I got about 500 phone calls after the Oscars one year. <laughs> and the first guy calls me and goes, Hey, Tom, you watching the Oscars? I said, No. And he goes... Ang Lee just said thank you for his career. Man, I didn't know you knew him. <laughs> yeah, you know. Ang, uh, I'm getting sick of Ang being so nice to me. You know. uh, I would have ran with that so hard. I would have made so oh, many oh, yeah. reservations. I would have made phone calls. I would have <laughs> I would have I would have been calling company Hey Porsche, you wanna do a deal where you know you give me a car, Tom Barner, I'll talk. Uh, and then I'll get on Lee to give you a buzz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. But, you know, what the hell. It's It all works out in the end, doesn't it? I, I hope think. so. I hope so. We all die in the end. That's the good news. So <laughs> when your dad was Mike Larson <laughs> yeah. and there was this successful comedian, would he get to shows and people would be like, oh, geez, really? We thought we had well, the what, other guy. Yeah, well, what's <laughs> funny is like I've actually had a little bit of problem with that, too. Really? Uh, I'm in New York mm-hmm. as Joe Larson, and there's a comedian in L.A. named Jay Larson. And yeah. every once in a oh, while, yeah. we'll get mix-ups like, oh, I thought you were – you know, they'll be like, I love that Conan thing you did. And I'll be like, I didn't do that. Or <laughs> he'll get this thing. I like John AGT. I, I wasn't so when we finally met he had he was doing shows in New York and he comes up to me and he's like hey so uh, I know more about your career than almost any other comedian because people keep asking me about those things and, yeah about right I know everything about you sir yeah. that's all I know <laughs> yeah that'll happen you know although in radio Joe when you first start out, and I got lucky, I started out in Minneapolis. It, it was, you know, I just happened to get a job right in town. But these people in smaller towns, it's like, you know, I was driving through town listening to your station. I thought I'd call you. I got to be honest, I've been in radio a long time, and I just don't know that you should use the, the on air name Paul McCartney because it's <laughs> already taken. <laughs> There's a lot of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I tried you know? to name my first album the Beatles White Album because I thought I'd get some hits on, on iTunes. Sure. At the time, iTunes wasn't playing the Beatles. They didn't have the rights to that, so I was like, you know what, I could mop up with this. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. My friend who's a patent attorney was like, I would suggest you don't. Yeah, let's not do that. And Although I do like your one joke about dear prudence. I do like that. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but people do that all the time in radio. They pick these names. It's like, you know, that that's a really popular person. I don't know that you want to use that name. Yeah, I don't understand I mean, that. Literally. What, what, what's the I, logic behind this? Because it's a well-known name. I got, okay. John Lennon. Yeah, like, yeah well. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny because I mean, in comedy, the idea is like you want to be Googleable, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, right. if your name is the same as somebody who's way more famous than you, you're not going to pop up. You'll never be found. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, there right. used, used to right. be a, a attorney general from Canada, Mike Bryant, who killed somebody. He was <laughs> he ran over somebody. So every once in a while, I'd get these like Jeez. emails from people. How dare you for doing this? Like, <laughs> wow. guy, just, just wow. keep going. <laughs> you have to find a balance Didn't between <laughs> Joe Smith and Michael Jordan. Yeah. 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 So. I think I finally beat the guy on the internet because he hasn't done stuff in years. Yeah, so he hasn't well. killed anybody yeah. recently. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. he's in prison. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, your Google profile yeah. rarely goes up when you're serving ten to. 12 for vehicular manslaughter. Michael, we've talked about this. When are you going to stop denying that was you? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Just live with what you've done. It was the Canadian guy. (laughs) He won't look me in the eye right now. I'm telling him. It's like it's like every guy who's like, I got a girlfriend. Seriously, she's Canadian, though. Uh, she's up there. Uh, uh, but she's a supermodel. She's a supermodel in Canada. That's why she's not a problem with me. Supermodel. Yeah. My supermodel girl, by the way. Little tip off. I just got to re, uh, redirect here. In about 45 minutes, this show's going to come to an end, and I'd run like hell to your car. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> if he... six to nine inches immediately. Wow. Oh, really? Ooh. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. It's coming, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, what do you get? I'm well, supposed uh, to go yeah, yeah. indoor skydiving right after this. Oh, over oh, at I fly? Yeah, fly, over yeah. at I fly. Nice. So hopefully, what's funny is uh, apparently driving there is going to be a, a thousand times more exciting <laughs> and dangerous. Than, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, he, admitted, right. he admitted when he got here that last year when he came was also the coldest week. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. now suggesting that he just not me. come. Well, <laughs> if you are the Mike Bryant that I've heard you are, I won't be alive to come back. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. I did find it, by the way. Oh, the one he was the Ontario Attorney General. Yes, that's correct. Really? Yeah, Yeah. he had a promising career until he decided to take a drink and run someone over. He was also known. He was also known as the Murderer in Chief. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Great title. A wonderful title. Uh, I called Ang Lee and told him that you're not that one, so you're good to go. All right, so we got you covered. Make you... No, it's not that Michael Bryan. It's different Mike Bryan. So you know, don't worry about it. And he said, okay, well, sayonara, or sayonara. whatever. Uh, I don't know what the hell. What kind of name is Ang Lee? Is that Chinese? Sounds Chinese is it, is to me. Is it Korean? I, believe, I think it was... I think he could be Korean. Was it Korean? Yeah. Pretty Korean, sure it's yeah, not maybe. Japanese. It's Taiwanese. No. Oh, I thought it was Wisconsin. I still have never watched all of yes. those movies. The Ang Lee movies? Yeah. I don't even That's like uh, martial arts movies, the, right? Yeah, like Flying Dragon. Oh, oh there's crouching, about 100 billion of them. So I mean, he's oh, made really? a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I it, gave him that line. I said, you know what you should do in all your movies? You go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You are quite the scriptwriter, my friend. That is impressive. Listen. I had had to work on that a long time, Joe. I'm working on a new hour right now, and if you could help me out, I'd really appreciate it. (laughs) I want you to walk on stage tonight and act me go, ha! I absolutely am. I absolutely am. <laughs> People looking at what the hell is this from? <laughs> the, my, what the hell? My opener is uh, Ali Sultan, who's a very funny comic. Uh, great guy. Yeah, great, great guy. guy. Say hello for me. Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. And so, but he took me to go have Somali food. And, you know, there's all of these, um, there's a huge uh, Somali and Muslim uh, population here in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was yes, asking sir. why. And he was like, I don't know. And then I think I figured it out. When uh, these people in the traditional garb that were covered head to toe came here, they looked around and they said, well, we all dressed the same. 
as they did back in the old country and uh, just feel at home. Wow. Exactly. I uh, Last time I saw him, he was in studio doing this show. And you know what the last thing he was to say to me on the air before he left? What's that? He's a great guy, by the way. Yeah. I, I love him. He's a great guy. You know what he said to me? What? You know, Tom, I got to tell you the truth. You've got a very racist face. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. What? I forgot that. What? The hell's that supposed to mean? You prick. <laughs> one of the nights, one of the nights I was there, I didn't have somebody with me, so I was by myself. Yeah. And he looks at me and he's, he goes, "So, so, what advice would you give? Do you have kids? What advice would you give your kids?" And I said, "Well, about money or something like that." He goes, "I'd advise him go with dad to the show so he doesn't look so bad by himself." Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's very lonely. Very lonely guy. Uh, thank you for that, buddy. Uh, nothing, nothing creepier than a bright, shiny, bald head all by itself sitting there in the third row. Oh, you went right for the juggler on that. Yeah. Yeah, well. Ollie sent me. Uh, he, said, he said, I've got some things for you to say to these people. He never did explain to me what the hell a racist face is. He got, because I said, what do you mean it's a racist face? He goes, yeah, your face. Yeah, I said, well, what does that face. mean? He goes, your face. <laughs> and he just, you know, that was the descriptor, apparently. Yeah, okay, it's, well, it's, like, it's like if we were going to cast you in a movie to play a cop yes. in Alabama in, like, 1964. Yes. It, mm-hmm. that, that's your casting, I think, is what he's saying. You know, like... Uh, if it, you're not going to play yes. the uh, the guy who's you're not going to play the Michelle Pfeiffer who goes into the school and I'm I'm going to help these kids out. No, no, no. You're right, the, you're, right, you're right. the warden. You know that's what I'm saying. No, I would I would be the guy standing by the water fountain going, "Sorry, Ollie, you can't use this one." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <that'd> be... <laughs> this one's claimed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah. one's claimed. Seats taken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. You know, it's just a thrill spending a lot of my time with stand-up comedians. It's really good for my, my you know, ego, my you know, <laughs> image. Really wonderful. I was talking to Brandon yeah. about this on the way here. I was like, you know you're friends with a comic if they bust your balls. He goes, it's when they're just like, oh, great to see you. That you're like, oh, man. They hate your guts. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, I'm the same way. Hey, after the third time I met you, if I'm nice to you, it means I don't like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just being nice to you to get you away from yeah good great to see you go over there now totally but anyway you know every once in a while yeah, people call up and it's like why do you advertise he's always ripping on you <laughs> <laughs> do they really yeah. that's do great. they really oh. complain about that yeah. <laughs> like you candy asses that's wonderful <laughs> well did you hear what tony did to did to michael uh, mike bilsky no I'm, I'm on the air talking about Mike Bilsky and how he's been so helpful and he's a great friend and all the rest of it. And, you know, North American Banking Company. And I just, uh, you know, Bilsky's a great friend. And Tony Lee goes, for an embezzler. That's what I do is call a banker an embezzler. And Bilsky heard it, of course. He's like, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if you, uh, if you want a banker, you want, you want a, or if, you, if you know an embezzler, you should have him on your team, you know? <laughs> Keep your friends close That's to your right. enemies closer. Mm-hmm. That's true. To be very clear, no, he is not. He is not. Yes, he is not. It was a joke. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. It was unbelievable. And he, by the way, he was at the airport in Dallas when he heard it. So he's like, Jesus. Great. I'm on the road. I've gotten zero sleep, and now I get called names. But, you know, it all works out. Right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just have a... 
Brandon, are you asleep? But what are you doing? Hey, Brand, yeah. what are you yeah. doing? Brand, Brand's not here. Um, hi, Brand's not here. Brand's not here. Hello. Yeah. Hi, it's Brand's not here. Saturday night sold out. Yeah. Saturday night sold out now. Is it? Nice. It's been for a while. Brandon's been complaining all week because he's had to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. Wow. I know. Poor Brand. I know. Andy, Andy would get there. that seven. I have to wake oh, up at like six. Oh, you have to be there at seven. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's the worst. You have you to work. be at work, work when radio. people I have to in a go comedy club for a reason. Yeah, so why are you getting up that early? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're getting light new lighting done in the club, and uh, yeah, the guy has to be there oh, at yeah, seven for right. some reason. So <laughs> you're like stealing it. So <laughs> I put exactly. a, I We'll put take a, a break. Be right back, <laughs> Joe Larson and Bran from Acme <laughs> and Michael Bryan, of course. Right back. Andy's not here right now, so do you? He's, he he's went not to a break. There. Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, but he went to a break. So, <laughs> so he, what the hell's he doing? He's a little premature with the break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's busy. He's got stuff going on. You know, let me. You tell Andy one thing. God damn it, he's got the most racist face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He runs in the family. I'm yeah. passing it along. <laughs> he's running. He's running a, a massage therapy place over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you I'm go. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Just absolutely wonderful. All right, Andy, you want to go to break? Yep. Is he back or is he, he not? He's here. back. I'm right here. He's not wearing pants, okay, but he's back. I was going to do like a Walzer commercial. Walzer. Yeah, there, oh, here he is, Michael Bryant for Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. No. Doug Sprintzel's a prick. <laughs> he hears the same thing, by the way. All he ever says is, what a loser you are. Why do you advertise with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell? All right, we're going to go to break, Andy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Excellent. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XChat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. 
Yeah, let me tell you, when I was just a kid back on the range. <laughs> Who the hell did you get this music? It's Neil Young. <laughs> oh, no wonder. Uh, America sucks. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, whatever. Uh, that voice is really <laughs> horrific. Oh, he's got a terrible... Neil Young's voice or Tom doing Neil's voice? You know what? Tom doing Neil's voice is an improvement on Neil's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we're going to do a new project where Tom overdubs all Neil songs. (laughs) That would be the great... Southern man better. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really good. Work out like a charm. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the, my favorite things of all time, I can't remember which member of Leonard Skinner I was talking to, but uh, he calls and he, he wants to go on the show and blah, 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 and he goes, you know, I've got to tell you something, Tom. The whole time you are at WAPE in Jacksonville, we listened to you every night when you were on that radio station. You know, find out like 45 years yeah. later they were listening to you back in the day. <laughs> wow. But... I said, you know, I got it. How did you guys ever like that, you know, react? I know you rewrote that song, you know, you wrote that song kind of answering Southern Man. Yeah, yeah. He kind of goes, yeah, I'll tell you what, that Neil Young guy's kind of lost, ain't he? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Kind of lost. Yeah, lost is good. That's such a gentle way for Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Ah, oh, he's kind of lost, you know. I uh, bless his heart. Bless well, his heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you talk to one of those guys now. You know, the couple that are still alive is that. Yeah, that was great, and then he died, and then you know, yeah. they did yeah. one good song, and then they both died in the plane crash. That's the business. That other one yeah. died. It's like, like talking Jesus. to your grandma, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, grandma, how's it going? Everyone's dead. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> uh, well, Catherine, my wife's parents, Andy's grandparents, are 96 and 93. Wow. Good luck tracking their friends down. Yeah. What? Yeah. They Hello? have no friends left. They're Hello? right where you left them. Has Catherine's uh. mom pulled, pulled like a Lazarus or what? <laughs> What's that? Oh, I know. She she was not good, man. She was oh, yeah? gone like, what, two months ago, and she now was. she's still going with us. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. She got longevity in your blood. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, she does. Well, yeah, I guess Catherine's that's true. Side. You're yeah. gonna. Yeah. Andy's got it. Yeah. Well, you're... I mean, your mom. She was 83. Right. But no, she was 87. She was 87, mm. and she smoked for what 86 of those years. So <laughs> yeah, they started young, don't they? Yeah, his true. mom's voice was deeper than his. <clears throat> that's great. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, eight years my mother. Of hey Tommy. Hey Tommy. Come oh, here. Give your mom a kiss. Hey Tom. Do you know who this is? Yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Well, how'd you yeah. know it was me? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm gonna great. put your dad on. Hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> anyone who can survive that much smoking has to have, like, you know. You almost wonder, nah, it's like, true. you know, if she had never smoked, would she have become the oldest person in the world? Or did it somehow, like, or you, you know, like, like Keith Richards, like this sort of, yep. you know, it yeah. killed all the, all the, <laughs> the, the, the yeah, the cancer killed or was killed by the smoking, you know, like <laughs> starved it out with oxygen deprivation. My uh, great aunts lived to be 90, or I'm sorry, 101 and 103. That's wow. pretty good. My aunt Ging, uh, oh, I would oh, see her, and she, and oh, oh, they also lived on their own until the, until they died. Wow. Ging, so yeah. you're Taiwanese too. Ging, really? yes, of course, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ang Lee's grandma. <laughs> um, 
she would. She lived to be 103, and I remember I'd see my aunt gang, and I go, "Hey, gang, you look great." And she go, "I should be dead." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my grandma's getting yeah. married. And I, I go, but gang, you 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 live on your own. You're healthy. She should. No one should live past ninety five. That was her cutoff. <laughs> After ninety five, yeah. apparently, it was all downhill. Yeah, that's what Catherine's mother's doing. Around. I just can't wait until the end comes. Like, oh God, wow. Betty, don't do that. Let me introduce you to Mike. Uh, can <laughs> take care of that for you. <laughs> That's right. Michael Bryan, I yeah, hear him. Yeah. He kills people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Hell of anyway. a lawyer. Does estate planning. <laughs> and also. Uh, <laughs> well, I see here you're going to be dying on April 31st. What? How'd you know that? Well, I got a feeling. <laughs> if it ever comes around, yeah. by the way, that'd be interesting. If it ever happens, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what the hell? I just, I still want to know how a family named Larson ended up in Washington. Uh, yeah, a good question. Um, I, I don't know either. My, my, see, I come from a long line of white trash, <laughs> orthodox white trash, really. Um, I know that when you live in a trailer, it moves. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> okay. That's the thing about a trailer is uh, if you don't like the bad neighborhood, or if you don't like, you know, that that the, a trailer park is just a na- bad neighborhood that can move. Is what that is. You can bring it. That's true. <laughs> so I don't. I don't really know. My grandfather was out there. He was a welder and shipbuilder. And uh, before that, my great grandma Faye, she was also out there. We've been out there for a long time, and she was. Uh, really? uh, I don't know what she did. I don't. Can you be a professional alcoholic? I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a profession or. Well. Uh, she was really good at it, though. And uh, and I don't. I never met my great grandfather, but. Uh, like my so comedy is this is kind of a funny sad story and I think what we've been talking about today it kind of runs along those lines. Sure, so my sure. grandfather uh, died last year, not this last Christmas, but the Christmas before on Christmas Day. Oh. Uh, my grand my my father called me up two days later to tell me about it. and He said your grandfather died on Christmas. He was eighty eight. Um, and what had happened was your uncle was over there and they were opening gifts in the morning and uh, then he went. And he lived way out in the woods. He goes, he went to town to get some food. And town is about an hour away. And uh, when Bill came back to Grandpa's house, it was on fire. And he tried to break in. And he tried to get your grandfather out, but it was too hot. He couldn't get in. And so uh, he passed away, and now we're, we're, uh, you know, we don't know what to do, really. And I said, uh, well, are we going to have a funeral? Are we going to bury him? And he goes, well, I think we're going to get him cremated because i'm pretty sure we can get a discount huh. <laughs> <laughs> he might smoke for a while yeah. but you know yeah. gas is cheap right now yeah so. it's a, what do you mean it's full price he's half off we can't we did half the work you don't uh, you can't oh, oh god man. i don't if you made that if any of you guys made that decision do you want to be cremated what, what do you want to be done i'll well, be gone it won't matter yeah, yeah, I guess I don't do whatever you want. I'm oh, done. Man. Viking yeah. funeral. Yeah, that's that's right. what I want. Yeah, a Viking, Ooh, yeah. Viking funeral. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah, they put yeah. you on a raft, douse it in gas, mm-hmm. push you out, and then yep. shoot flaming arrows at you. Because, you know, I mean... Love it. How, yeah, how great is that? I mean, just to piss off the people on the beach. Just one last hurrah, you know? <laughs> I went to Viking funeral. 
funeral, but I want it in like Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want it at a public beach mm -hmm. while it's very packed, like Fourth of July. Um, maybe Phenomenal. that would even be better, like a modern Viking funeral where what, they shoot fireworks? Roman candles at you. You know, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Ooh. Yep. Go out. And how that about you? What do you me. want to do, Tom? I was thinking about that whole thing. How basically, uh, what I'd like to do is be be either interned, uh, interred, or, 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 I don't know, set on fire or whatever. Just however it'll piss people off the most. Just one last time, just piss everyone off <laughs> yeah. on my way out. Well, I think they should you know scatter I mean? you, but they shouldn't cremate you first. <laughs> yeah, just scatter uh, my body like part. Yeah, just take little parts of you and put you all over the place, you know? Just a, an arm over here at this playground and, a, you know, yeah, racist like face who somewhere had else. The, yeah. Who had the headstone? Racist face over there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> who either had or wanted to have a headstone that said, what are you looking at? Oh, that's a good there's, one. Uh, there's some. Was, uh, Jim McMahon. Yeah, that's right. Jim yeah. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? That's great. What are you looking at? Or there should be, or maybe, I, how about a headstone that says, ouch, hey, you're standing on my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Of course, Mel Blanc has That's All, folks. That's yeah, All, folks. That's perfect. That's perfect. It is one. Yeah, it's that whole situation. My God. Being buried or being burned or set afloat or what the hell. Who knows? Dead. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's a, it doesn't matter at all. I think it's funny that everybody is uh, so, you know, like people people don't want to talk about it. People get very nervous about that or, you know. I remember when I, because in your 20s, you're afraid of death. You know, I remember my twenties going, "Oh no, right. we all die!" And then I got like credit card debt, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> we all die." You know, like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I can escape this somehow. Boy, yeah. yeah, that's boy. That is a fact, isn't it? It's like, oh god. I, well, Michael and I were just talking about that yep. the other day, and the we fact were. that ever since I was a little boy, I have never been afraid of dying. Mm. I just don't care. That's Not incredible. that I want to die. I want, you know, not that I want to die, but it's like, who gives a rat's ass? I'm yeah. going to die someday, whether it's today or 80 years from now, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's now. Um, do you do you feel like you've made more risky decisions in your life because you felt that way? Look at my friends. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you are friends with Mike Bryant, so uh, I guess <laughs> the murderer. The murderer. <laughs> I'm friends with a murderer. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why that is, but I am. I have never been afraid to. Like, I will do things that people go, "Oh my God, you put yourself in jeopardy." It's like, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Was the guy going to do shoot me? If yeah. he did, I wouldn't even know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The lights go out. You're good. Um, I guess you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 kind of in the same boat. I'm not afraid to die, but I I, I my wife does have one hundred fifty thousand dollars of student loans, so I'm ready um, to die. But isn't your wife I, a doctor? Yeah, she's a doctor, but I'm not eating organic chicken anymore. I'm not suicidal, but I'm you know. Uh, like it. Yeah, yeah. Who needs it? I think that makes total sense. That, that makes complete. Should I tell him, uh, Michael? Should I tell him about what I'm going to do when I do die? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Oh Nothing. wow. So you, so when I do die, yeah, I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to stand there in front of God. And then I'm going to turn to Jesus. And go, hey, could you move down one seat? I got to talk to your dad. <laughs> so I'd be sitting at the right, at the right hand of God, and and I. Yes, Tom, I understand you have a question. Yes, I do, God. What's your question? Why do some people think that uh, 
I don't even remember the guy's name Steve anymore. Harvey? It's Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Why yeah. do people? Why do some people think Steve Harvey's funny? Because <laughs> God can't answer that. You know uh, what I mean? Only a man with a racist face would say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's exactly right. God would be like, man, I, I really, I screwed up that face, didn't I? I uh, <laughs> God sounds a lot like your mom. God is going, yeah, 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 God looks at me and goes, you know, Ali Sultan's right. (laughs) Thank you, God. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Really helpful. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of questions that, that don't go answered like that. Why do people think Steve Harvey's funny? I think is a very good it's question. Like a Zen koan. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, what is the sound of one hand clapping? Yeah. Why do people think Steve Harvey's funny? <laughs> yeah. It has no He's answer. Not funny. So. I was obsessed as a kid with what happened to Amelia Earhart. I always oh. thought if I died, that's what the question. That I'd want to question. Ask. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What happened to her? Yes. Where'd she end up? Yeah. yeah. What if Where she just wasn't up there? Aliens. You know, she's still <laughs> down here. Like, wait, wait, wait. Right there. Yeah. She turned into a mermaid. What if she's she hammered at a bar and? Yeah. I bet yeah, she, she is. probably is. Yeah. Probably. She, she's actually the real Hillary Clinton. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> Hillary Clinton? Yeah, she is Hillary Clinton. Uh, <laughs> hiding. I lo- but I like that idea because there's also D.B. Cooper is yep. also another one. that yep. I mean, like, D.B. Cooper. Man, yep. what a great story that was. When I read that one, I was like, hell yes. Was that the airplane <laughs> yeah. heist? Yeah. No, what? every what? married man has had that fantasy. I'm going to rob a bank. I'm going to get into an airplane, jump out of it, and live my own goddamn life how I want. There are people who are completely convinced that with 9-11, there are people who walked away. Oh, Chad Daniels has a yeah. theory on yeah. that. He that, says that, that all the time. Yes. Oh. I believe well, that. A lot of people walked away. <laughs> no, yeah. they, they just but like walked away from the family. Took like, the I opportunity died in the to just oh, take off. Like, to, yeah, to yeah. just oh. yeah. In, in Rhode Island, yeah. in Rhode Island, the Portuguese dads every once in a while would go on walkabouts. Their Portuguese version, and they yeah. just disappear. That's and um, then a couple years what? later, they'd show up and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Went what? for a walk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never came back. The old Bruce Willis Springsteen's. Is, is that a, just? Is that like a culturally okay thing? Do the wives just go like, "Hey, welcome home"? Yeah. I, I know it happened to a couple friends. That's friends wild. And like, no, nah, I think my dad just left. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? So, yeah. Why I would just, they do that? Because who knows? Maybe well, why it was, did your dad do that? Yeah, yeah I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was mentally ill. That's, you know, yeah. there's a big difference there. He was yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. A lot but, of you know, them are probably nuts, too. Here's and actually, to tell you the truth, Andy, he didn't walk away. He was taken away in a straight track. Oh. So that's yeah. not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. no. yeah. The one time, sure. <laughs> That one time he left in the straitjacket, he didn't walk away, so, you know. That's true. That's great. That's true. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Your dad was Bruce Willis and your mother was uh, Barry White, huh? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 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 Yeah, do you remember when he, yeah, the straitjacket? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> of all the ones to come up with, who's <laughs> Okay, Harry uh, Houdini, Willis, I guess. You know. <laughs> uh, I have my own conspiracy theory that I've come up with recently, and that is this. I believe that there's no lottery. Really? Okay. I like it. Yep. I get an email every week get, about oh, that. Oh, you can buy a lottery ticket. 
But that money just goes right to the government. It's a voluntary they, tax. It's a voluntary tax, and uh, that no one gets paid out. Really? Or, because, yeah, Powerball, $835 million, right? $830. You can win, and somebody did. Who are they? They're not telling. They are somewhere in Virginia, and they have $838 million now. Oh, okay. We're fine with that? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. That is That's, BS. Yeah, because if I won the lottery, I would probably do something like buy a major tech company that's on the rise. Oh, I thought you were going to say a blimp in the shape of a middle finger, because that's what I would do. I would immediately hurt myself into obscurity and float, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'd go steal a hobby horse. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) we got to take a break. Be right back. More Joe Larson and Bran, of course, at Acme, and the murderer. (laughs) Right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Start the new year looking great and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with help from my friends at Ultimate, powered by Nutramost. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, you'll receive 20 to 30% off all programs with Ultimate's New Year's resolution sale. Do what I did and let Dan and Neil Sheehy and the staff at Ultimate help you change your relationship with food forever. With the help of Ultimate, I lost 41 pounds and another 42 pounds in each of my two 40-day programs. Debbie P. from Anoka lost 31 pounds in 43 days. Cheryl S. of Webster lost 36 pounds in 43 days. And Ron D. from Lakeville lost 57 pounds in just 43 days. Live your healthiest life starting today. Schedule an immediate consultation and receive 20 to 30% off all programs for a limited time. Call Ultimate, powered by Nutramost. 763-333-7337-763-333-7337-763-333-7337-763-333-7337-763-333-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337-7337
Like, yeah, wow. Wow. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. How it much? Is. How much I money do you need? Seventy-five. Yeah. But what else you gotta do? I guess that's true. If you know? this is your thing, because I've said that people have asked, like, you know, what are you gonna do when you retire? And I'm like, I'm not gonna retire. I want. I, this is all I want to do. It's <laughs> hang out, hang around with people in BS. This is my favorite. Tell <laughs> yeah. jokes. You know, like, yeah. what's retirement look like? Just doing this uh, for free? I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the deal. I feel like though yeah, they're, playing the guitar's got to get kind of tough, you know, after 40 years well, of the drums. physical I issue. The, I the I drums. saw Les Paul play uh guitar at 96 mm. with a broken oh. arm. Wow. Yes, wow. he had his he had his uh but you his, do it with one arm. He, he had his, you do the one arm thing yeah. like the guy from uh well, like yeah, yeah, from, yeah. Yeah. well so um, yeah, he um, he had broken his arm in a car crash, and he wanted to play guitar, and so he had them set it so he could continue to play guitar. It Aww. was absolutely incredible, and uh, uh, he played every Monday in New York City at the Radium until like months before he died. And uh, he uh, he would he would sell merch, and he'd go, "My son's over there selling merch," and then you look over, and there's this old man yeah. in his late seventies. <laughs> <laughs> My son is selling merch. <laughs> My great great grandchild's yeah. over there. Yeah. Well, that was like the Seinfeld where, um, what was it, Bridges, right? And his son, with the, uh, his son was like 70 years old, making Jerry run. That's funny. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. God, what a world. That's all I have. Yeah, so that'd be good. My son, 78. <laughs> yeah, 78. Go over there. Yeah, Take care. Totally. Don't yeah. worry about a thing. Yeah, it's funny to go over to the, the <sighs> geriatric kid of a geriatric. <laughs> well, if you, if you listen to my grandparents yeah. talk, yeah, they talk about 80-year-olds as if they're like, they're, they move too fast. We oh. can't keep up with those guys. Yeah. 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 Look at those children. They don't, they, when I was a kid, when I was 80. Yep. <laughs> well, they, do, they say the reason they don't have any friends because they got two choices. Yeah. They got the 80 year olds who are too like active and busy for them. Okay. And they got the people their age who are all dead. So it's like, <laughs> make your choice. <laughs> that is. Uh... <laughs> Wow. This is the one guy in the iron lung, though. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he's still kicking. I wonder, actually, if he's still around. The guy in the iron lung. There, uh, as of a couple years ago, there was like one guy left who lived inside an iron. Oh, yeah. really? Really? Is that around. right? Wow. There's still a guy in an I iron didn't lung. Know that. Yeah, he got polio like 60 years ago or whatever. Yeah. He's been in it ever since. Screw that. Really? Yeah, honestly, I would rather just not be alive. Yeah. Dude, but yeah. I sprained my ankle and thought about it ending it all. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> See, 2014, there, there were 10 people left in an iron lung. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's scary. You can actually pull up how what many was, people was in the last iron year lung? that they did it. Like the oh yeah, the, the last, last year, year that they, they put like, one in. Oh yeah, yeah, one thing about living in an iron lung right now is that they don't. You know, the companies don't exist anymore. They don't. Oh. They <laughs> don't serve. So you can't get maintenance on it. That's hysterical. Oh. Yeah, you have to like call a guy, oh, like good. one of the four people on Earth oh, that knows how to fix it. Oh. And it's like, can you imagine? You know, you're like your iron lung starts making weird noises. <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah, it's like owning a sob. You know, there's no no more parts yeah, left for it. <laughs> it's like owning a sob. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, my iron lung's acting up. That's that's a terrifying statement here. I just don't get why they can't like outfit them with something new. I don't know. I guess I just don't really understand the whole. 
Like yeah. a carbon fiber lung? Is yeah. that like an updated version <laughs> of the... Just make them into eco, robocop. Like eco, eco, lungs. Yeah. <laughs> eco lungs. Yeah. Yes. Biodegradable lungs. Yeah, biodegradable <laughs> iron lung. It'll be gone long before you are. <laughs> That's how eco-friendly it is. <laughs> <laughs> what a world, what a world. That's all I have to say to all of you. Yeah. You know, we've gotten so many things completely covered today. Mm-hmm. It's really, there are no more problems in the world, in the universe, because we, <laughs> we on this show, them. taking care of it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. You know what I'm saying. You're welcome, world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, I feel like that's really the goal of, it's the goal of this podcast, right, is to save the world. Save every, the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, 100% true. And, and if there was anybody that was going to do it, it's, uh, it's five white men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much true. Right? Once again, we have yep. to do everything. Yeah. Oh, right. Is Ali the one who has the skit about that? Uh, that at the end of the world, uh, maybe at the, end of the world, I'm gonna go hang out with white guys because they always make it out oh, yeah. of everything. Yeah, yeah I think that's him. <laughs> that's Ali. That's Ali. Man, well, they always make it, yeah, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you ever noticed on Star Trek, but if a black guy ever yep. beamed down, he didn't beam yep. back up. That was a sign <laughs> the fuse done. Is that real? Yep. That's a that's real. Yeah. Oh yeah, any time a new black guy was there, he was done. He was gone within a couple minutes. Red shirts. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Although Tom just watched a movie with the new the new uh, pattern going. The one you watched the other night with the the kids getting killed. What's hmm? this? The kids getting killed. Yeah. The uh, Hunger Games? Where you knew who did it oh, right away. Um, Catch Me If You Can or whatever oh, the hell. No, no it's called I See You, it's called. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. It's oh. I See You. And you know how I knew who the killer was mm. the minute the movie started? What? How? Uh, the reason I knew who the killer was the second the movie started because the woman's husband was a white police officer. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. This is Hollywood. He did it. No, just waiting for the it turned out he did. It's like a white cop with a southern accent wearing a red hat comes mm-hmm. out. Looks exactly know. like Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Looks exactly like Tom. Looks exactly like Tom. Tom did it. Tom did it. Here we go. Hollywood's been doing that. You know, you remember back in the 80s, right? After after, during, whatever the Cold War, you know, every movie it was like, I wonder who the bad guy is. Hello, my name is Ivan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. There is that. The stereotypical <laughs> bad guy is not a new thing. You know? No. And for the, in like 2000, no. right after 9-11, you know, if, yeah. if Muhammad yep. was in the movie, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. probably yeah. wasn't a good guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's how it should be. That's Don't what, you think? That's he what said I, through his racist lips. <laughs> 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 the movie should be as predictable as, as possible. As predictable as possible. My friend was, uh, his uncle was a steam fitter who was part of the unions that worked on the trade centers, uh, sure. speaking mm. of 9-11. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. He, he, he did, he looked, he had to watch that documentary about um, Tower 7, you know, and, and uh, the, mm-hmm. the conspiracy theory around that. And, he's, and he, he comes up to his uncle one day in the Bronx, and he's visiting New York, and he goes, uh, hey, so, uh, uncle, you know, like, you, you worked on the building. He goes, what do you say about, like, all these, all these conspiracies where uh, the buildings would never would have gone down with the heat, or the jet fuel burns and all that stuff? Based on the schematics of the building, there's no way that this kind of impact could have brought it down. And he goes, 
Yeah, this was unions in the 60s. Goes, if you think we built that thing according to the plans, you were a goddamn idiot. He goes, we weren't, uh, we weren't surprised it fell down. We were surprised it stayed up. That's terrible. That's funny, Great. though. Yeah. But I mean, that's the reality. Like, you know, people yeah. always go like, it's probably the most obvious thing. Or what is that? Alchem's razor or whatever the thing Alchem's is? Razor. Alchem's razor. Yeah, of course. You know, they're like, what is it? follow the money. The money is that the unions were all run by the mob. And they, yeah. they go, oh, we need 400 pounds of concrete. 200 pounds. A little extra water. A couple extra rocks. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. 200 pounds. Yeah. It'll work. Yeah, don't worry about a thing. Is today the, uh, the uh, anniversary of Prohibition? Is that today? Because it keeps it? coming up in the news. The reason I ask is Prohibition was started by a uh, Swedish guy from Minnesota. Was you do know that, right? I did not. Yep. Mm. Wow. So who was that? Andrew Volstead. Oh, the Volstead Act. The, oh, that, oh, yeah. Okay. That, it was the Volstead Act. Mm. Yeah. So, so what oh, I yeah. like is the fact that January a guy from 17th, Minnesota. 19th. Oh, it's wow. been exactly yeah. 100 years. Yeah. Wow. 100 years. Oh, wow. Yep. Huh. That's exactly so, right. So people watch the Green Bay Chiefs game sober? <laughs> I guess. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so the back in ago, the they played. Played. Did they yeah. really? I just yeah. banged that together. Wow. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. You're a disaster. Let me just point yeah, that out. Yeah, I like, yeah, you I like today Philly getting all upset because Green Bay killed Kansas City and who'd want to see that game again? Oh, it's like, who, I know. who saw it? Sid? I mean, who else? No yeah. one else. Sydney. Yeah. My mother. Yeah. Maybe. Well, uh, maybe. But yeah, what happened, uh, Joe, was the fact that this Andrew Volstad from Southern Minnesota, uh, mm-hmm. he decided he, he told all his buddies, "Why don't we wait till everybody else goes home for Christmas, and then we'll vote on prohibition, and it'll pass because everybody else will be gone." Wow, that's how he did it, right? But the greatest part of it is, is now we can, as Minnesotans, be very proud of the fact that a Minnesotan turned the keys to the entire country over to the mafia. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for that. I've always thought prohibition exactly such a fascinating. Uh, uh, historical event in the states because I think of it like you, it was the first time. Here's prohibition is the reason that I think black people are, trust America more than any other race of people, uh, and <laughs> because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, many years ago there was this thing called slavery, and there's a lot of black What's people that? were enslaved. Yeah, what? I've never heard of that. And what? then, and then a couple years later, uh, there was a little bit of skirmish. And uh, they amended yeah. the Constitution. They said, you know what? No more slavery. And, uh, and black people in the South, some of them stayed down there because they thought, well, it's part of the Constitution now. No more slavery. And then 100 years ago, uh, they said, we're going to amend the Constitution again. We're going to get rid of alcohol, you know. And then about four years later, they're like, we're going to amend the Constitution, mm. bring back alcohol. If I was black in the South, I would have moved immediately. Uh, they're, they're going back on amendments? Whoa. I am. Yeah. Midnight train wow. out of Georgia. That's what I'm doing. Wow. <laughs> I had no Think idea where that, that was going. <laughs> that was yeah, like, like, oh, God. This might be the end of the podcast. Oh, right here. <laughs> Some shows aren't sold out anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what happened? Hey, I guess there are tickets available. Yeah. Uh, oh, whoa. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, come see our shows at Acme with a different headliner. Yes. That'll be fun. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. So that was 100 years ago today. Wow. I, I thought it was wow. right around this time. Yeah. So they yeah, went home for Christmas in January? 
No, they went over. They voted, and then it went into went into law on January seventh. All right. That's it follow, follow along. Will you stay with it? I'm yeah. sorry. I apologize. And so the, the so it, uh, they voted. He was a representative from Minnesota. Correct. That's um, correct. Wow. Yeah. Well, and they didn't turn it over to the mob. Joe Kennedy was not involved with the mob. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I still love the fact. This Here's the family. And again, don't get me wrong. My mother was Catholic, and she loved Jack Kennedy being president. But I said, Mom... Dad's in the mafia. Uh, one son gets shot to death. Then the next son gets shot to death. And then the third son kills somebody. What a great family. Oh, wow. I mean, think about that. That's, it's terrible. That's really rough. That is. That is, that is <laughs> nice family history run. you got yeah. there, you know? That is brutal. Yeah, what the hell. And I grew up, uh, like I said, I grew up uh, with a Democratic mom in a, in a Catholic house, so he was God, man. Yeah. No doubt about it. Well, I grew up in Rhode Island. They had the Pope and Bobby and and, uh, oh, yeah. and Jack both up on the yeah. picture. Yeah. yeah. So we oh, had yeah. all sorts of houses. Wow. So. Which those houses were union houses, of course. Yeah, those were, and so there's a dispute there with the unions. It's an interesting yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah, Bobby went after the unions. Yeah, he so. did. He did indeed. Mm-hmm. God, we're done already. That was the fastest oh, hour in the oh, history man. of the show, I think. Yeah. I said that with a racist face, but. <laughs> 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 In any case, Larson. At Acme tonight, Bran Bran will be there, so that'll be good. You going to be there tonight, Bran Bran? Yes, I am. I'll be there. <laughs> He's not going to be there tonight. He's abandoning you, Joe. Oh, my Run away. goodness. I think there's a 7 a.m. I don't know. We'll see. He'll be fine. Don't worry about a thing. Thank you very much. Tonight, Acme, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows as well. That is going to do it for today. We'll talk to you next week with the family. See you.